Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Mesechus Psachim has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Le'ilu Nishmas HaRav Yaakov Ben Matis Yahu. Psachim Daf Kuf Yud Aleph. The Gemara says, Amrish Lakish Arbo Dvarim Ho'isa Oisan Dome Biroishay Umischayev Benafshay. There are four things that if a person does them, as Rashi and the Rashbam explain, the, these things cause a Ruach Ra, they cause the Mazikim to affect the person, and therefore if the person does them, then he's acting irresponsibly, and he's Mischayev Benafshay, meaning he's responsible for the Hezek that happens to himself. The first two are Hanifna Ben Dekel Lekoiso, a person who is Nifna in between a Dekel, a day tree and a koisel, a wall, the over bein shnei de kolim, and somebody who passes between two date palms. And we have to try and understand why these would be things that make a person vulnerable to koiches hatuma. Let's start with over bein shnei de kolim. The Gemara says in Sukkah, daf lamed beis med beis, Tony Rabbi Bar Mori Mishum Rabbi Yechon Ben Zakkai, shtei tomorrows yesh begei ben hinom. There are two tomorrows, two date palms that are found in the valley of Ben Hinnom. Ve'oyla asher mi benayim, and smoke comes up from in between them. Ve'zehu sheshaninu tzinei harabazol k'sheiros. That is what the Mishnah means in, in Sukkah when it talks about a lulav. What type of lulav is kasher and what type is pasul? And it says tzinei harabazol k'sheiros is referring to these lulavim that come from those date palms. Ve'zu he pischoshel gehenim. That is the opening, the entrance to gehenim. Why is it that the entrance to Gehenim is flanked by two tamarim, two de column, two date palms? The Gemara says in Sukkah, Daf Memheim et Beis. Over there, the Gemara is discussing the lulav, and it describes the tamar tree, the date palm, as being symbolic of Klal Yisrael. And it says over there, Ma tamar ze ein loy ela leiv echad, af Yisrael ein lahem ela leiv echad lavim shabashamayim. Rashi explains that what that means, Lev Echad, is Ke'en Moyach Yeshboy. There is a substance inside the Tamar that is similar to Moyach. Moyach is the marrow that's inside bones. It means that there's a sap. There is a Pneumius inside the tree. Kegoin Be'etzo Ego is Va'gefen, he says, Ve'en Loi Elo Be'etzo Emtsoi. It only has it in the Eitzo Emtsoi Hazokuf Ve'oila that goes upward. Meaning the trunk of the tree is the only place where you will find this sap. And the other trees have it in the branches. Here there are no branches that uh, contain sap inside. Even the outer uh, layers don't have that sap. Rather, the part of the tree that goes all the way up, that is the part that has the, the moyach, the sap, and nothing else. And this is a marshal for Klal Yisrael who have only Lev Echod La'aviyam Shabashamayim. And that, of course, is the reason why the word for the Lulav is Lulav, which is the Oisius Loy Lev. To it, there is a Lev. Now, what do we mean when we refer to a Lev Echod La'aviyam Shabashamayim? So we have to understand that very often when Chazal use the terminology Lev, they mean it as a metaphor for the Yetzer. Lemoshal. And the Pasuk in Kriyashma, V'yahavta es Hashem lekecha b'chol levavcha, Chazal Darshin, Rashi brings it down there, and the Gemara in Brachas makes his drasha, B'chol levavcha means b'shnei yitzarecha, with the yitzar toiv and the yitzar hara. 
The fact that it says, Bechol Levavcha, the letter Bez, appears twice, shows us that we're referring to two Levavos, the Yetzer Toiv and the Yetzer Hara. You see this as well in Rashi in the beginning of Parshas Vayera, when Avram Avinu tells the Malachim, Vesa'adu Libchem, you should satiate your hearts, so the word Libchem is written with one Bez. Rashi says, Amrav Chama, he brings from a Medrash, Levavchem Enksivkan. It doesn't say with a double Bez, it just says Libchem, Magid She'ein Yetzer the Yetzer Hara is not Shoilet on Malachim. So you see again that the word Lev is being used as a metaphor for the Yetzer. The Gemara in Brachas Daf Samach Aleph Amar Aleph also shows us this Yisoid because the Gemara there is discussing different opinions as to what the Yetzer Hara looks like. And the Gemara explains either it looks like a chito or a zvuv, and he sits between the two miftache halev. And then the Gemara says that there are two kloyos that give a person eitzos, and the lev has to decide whether to listen to the kloyos. It says achas yoyetzosay letoiva v'achas yoyetzosay lero u'mistaver the toiva liyeminoi v'rolis moil dechsiv lev chacham liyeminoi v'lev ksil lismoiloi, which means that the eitzer hara is on the left side, the Yetzir Toiv is on the right side. Now, of course, in light of what we discussed on Daf Kuf Yud, that Shemayim was created with the Amin, and the Oretz was created with the Smoil, what this means is that there is a Shemayim and Oretz forces inside a person, and the Yetzir Toiv is the drive of the Shemayim parts of the person. Every person is really an Olam Katan. He's made up of Shemayim and Oretz. This is, of course, why the Pasuk says in Mizmer Shil Yom Tzadik katomar yifroch. The tzadik will blossom and sprout like a tomar, like a date palm. This could be understood in light of the Gemara in Brocha Samach Aleph Amid Beis. With there the Gemara says, Tanya Rabbi Yosei Glili Oimer, Tzadikim Yetzer Toiv Shoifton. Shenemar Valibi Cholol Bekirbi. Like Rashi explains over there, Valibi Cholol Bekirbi Yetzer Hara Hareu Kemes. It's like a cholol. He's like a corpse inside of me. Shiesh Biyadi Lekoifai. I can force him. The Gemara says over there, Rishayim Yetzer Rashayftam. Shenemar Noom Peshel Arasha Bekerev Libi Ain Pachet Alekim Leneged Einov. Rishayim are basically controlled by the Yetzer Hara. Mashayim Kain Beinanim Zeve Zeshayftam. So what defines a tzaddik is somebody who is only guided by the Yetzer Atoiv. And since the metaphor of a tamar is something that has only lev echod, lavim shabashamayim, so the tzaddikim are ketamar yifroch. Now we already explained in our shir and Kuf yud as well, that the Rabbeinu B'chayi in Bereshis says that Gehenim and Machloikis was created on the second day because the first day is the day of Achtos. We call it Yom Echod. Because it was possible on the first day of Bria Sa'olam to see the unity in the Bria. Masha'in Kain, once the second day was introduced, the concept of Shnius began. The potential for things to appear as if they're not really fully united under the banner of Hashem Echod. The, the potential for things to seem not integrated into one large plan to increase Malchus Shemayim. And that was the day of divisiveness. That was the day that there was a division between Mayim Ha'olyonim and Mayim Atachtoinim. The first day in which things seemed to be separate. 
the Olyonim and the Tachtoinim, the upper worlds and the lower worlds, the world of Shemaim and the world of Aretz. And that is why Gehenim is created on this day, because Gehenim is the eternal pain that one experiences as a result of having created a void in the Bria, having created a place through his Maisim Loitoivim, where it appears as if one could go connected the Ratzon of Hashem. That's also why there's no Gehenim on Shabbos, because since, as we explained then, Shabbos is Raza de Echad, Shabbos is a day of Malchus, where everything comes together. The entire Bria, even the places in the Bria which, in which it appears that Hashem does not exist, is also Nizgala on Shabbos, that they become part of one large master plan. Hashem stepped back on Shabbos and was able to see the entire Bria in its totality. And it's then that the Bria achieved its full unity, and that's what we're going to have lots of love in Yom Shekulay Shabbos. Shabbos is Raza de Echad. That's why there's no Gehenim on Shabbos, because Gehenim is only the pain that's based on the illusion that the person created a place in which there was no Ratzon Hashem. But at the end of time, when there's going to be Yom Shekulay Shabbos, even those places are going to become clear that they're also part of Hashem's plan. Even the Chatoim that a person did and the Oynish of the Chet, like we explained, Yemin Hashem Nadori Bakoyach, Yemin Hashem Tiratz Oyev, there's going to be a Giloy that Kaviyachal, even the Chatoim of the Rishoyim, was there in order to increase Malchus Shemayim. And this is the Oymik behind what the Rabbeinu Bachya says over there, that Gehenim and Machloikis was created on the second day. Machloikis he says somebody who's about Machloikis is Nidin B'Gehenim. Machloikis and Gehenim are all part of the same idea because Machloikis is a person who creates Pirut. He creates fragmentization in the Bria. A perfect world is a world of harmony, a world of unity. A person who's out to create Machloikis, if it's Machloikis Shaloy L'Shem Shamayim, then it's a Machloikis that separates and creates Pirut and a lack of unity in the Bria. And even though, in retrospect, after the Bria is finished, we could look back at the second day and see how the period was for the sake of ultimate harmony, ultimate unity, but at the time of the second day, it's not felt. And that's why it doesn't say the word kitoiv on the second day, but only on the third day when we feel the harmony that is created through the first and second days, that's when it says kitoiv twice to include the second day as well. We now understand why the only person ever to be swallowed up and brought straight into Gehenim was Koirach, because what Koirach stood for was the Indian of Machloikis. As the Mishnah says in Perikay of Mesechas Ovis Komachloikas Shi Lushem Shemayim Soifalhiskayim, Vishain al Lushem Shemayim ain't Soifalhiskayim. What do we mean by Soifalhiskayim? The Mishnah makes it sound like it's a positive thing for Machloikas to exist. The answer is because Machloikas Lushem Shemayim is like the Machloikas, the Mishnah says, of Hillel and Shammai, and that's Soifalhiskayim, which means that it's the type of Machloikas which can ultimately contribute to harmony because Shammai and Hillel, since they were both Lushem Shemayim, each one may have had a different perspective. And there are different parts of the Bria, there are different parts of Torah which each one is supposed to play its own specific role, but all for the purpose of contributing to that one Achtus. And therefore, the Gemara says in Yavam is the end of the first parak, Ha'emes Vahasholim Ehavu refers to Shammai and Hillel. Because Machlekes Shlashem Shamayim, since each one is not trying to exclude the other from existence, rather each one is trying to actualize their own potential, so in the end they will complement each other and the product will be one of complete harmony and unity. Which is not because it's not there to contribute to harmony. So he's Neufel Begehenim, he falls into the place which stands for fragmentization 
and lack of unity. And that's why we say in the Mizmah Shili Yama Shabbos, Yispardu Kopayalei Oven. The Indian of Pirud is Shayach to anybody that tries to sin. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daflamad Aleph, Amad Aleph, is talking about the different days of the week and the Shir that the Levim used to say. And it says, Vashenim Mahayu Oimrim Godoil Hashem, Umuhulo Ma'oid, Al Shem Shechilek Maisav, Umalach Aleihem. Yom Sheni stands for Chilek Maisav, the beginning of the Indian of divisiveness in the Bria. And ultimately, that Chiluk is eventually something that leads to Malach Aleihem, because when you bring together all the Pratim, you see the true Malchus, you see how everything blends together. So as we've already explained, the Beis Mikdash is a place of Ahoyah Mishkan Echad, it's a place of Achtus, of where Shemayim and Oritz come together, it's a place where you do see the complete unity, you're able to say the Shem Havaya by Siyosev, you say the Shem Yudke Vovke without changing it to Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud. It's a place where a person can fully feel how everything in the Bria is part of the master plan of Hashem. The Levim were able to express how everything, Gadol Hashem, Al Shem Shechilik And if you'll take a look through the Mizmar of the Yom Sheni, it continues talking about Yifei Noif, Mesoyz Kala Aretz, all about the Makam HaMikdash. Because the Makam HaMikdash is a place in which we can experience this idea of Chilik Maitzav Umalach Who was the one that says that Mizmar of God Lashem Muhulam Oid, it's sheer Mizmar Levnei Kairach. Because it's the Bnei Kairach that came to this realization. As the Gemara says in Sanhedrin Daf Kofiud, it says, it brings a Maisa Rabbah Barbachana was walking in a place. And he met a certain Taya, an Arab, who said, I'm going to show you the place of the blue Ekoirach. And he showed him a certain hole in the ground where there was smoke coming out. And he said, what do you hear? He asked to listen to what they were saying. And it says that he heard them say, Moshe v'sayrasi emes v'hein v'adoyin. So going into Gehenim gave them the realization that their Mahalach was wrong. And that's why the Gemara says over there, Bnei Kairach lo'imesu, which the Rabbeinu says in the Gemara over there, Mokem nisba. They were able to say Shira, and this is the Shira that they said. They were able to say Shira after they were Nikshal and Machloikis and Pirut, how everything is really part of the master plan of unity in the Bria. What's fascinating is that it's brought down in the Kisve Ari that La'asid Lavoy, when everything will become clear and we will have the realization that even the Pirut, the greatest Pirut, was really part of Hashem's plan in being Megala, his Malchus. In the Bria, Koirach will have his Tikkun. And he says that Koirach will be the Kohen Gadol Asid Lavoy. And the Tikkun of Koirach is Merumas in the Pasuk Tzadik Katamar Yifrach, which is Soif Tevis Koirach. The end of the word Tzadik is Kuf. And the word Tamar is Reish. And the end of the word Yifrach is Ches. Koirach is Merumas in the Soif Tevis of Tzadik Katamar Yifrach. Because in the end of days, in the Soif, it will be in his Gala, how Koirach also is really part of that Lev Echod Lavim Shabashamayim. It's just that we don't realize it at the time. Tzadik HaKoyen in many places mentions the fact that the Shiva Saminim in Eretz Yisrael are Keneged, the seven spheres from Chesed through Malchus. Those are the seven Midas that permeate all of creation and correspond to the seven days of creation. Of course, the last Midah is the Midah of Malchus because that's the Midah of Shabbos and that's the Midah of integration. The Midah of Malchus is where we see how all Pratim come together into one large Klal and that they're all part of that great plan of Hashem Echod. 
And the last one of the Shiva Saminim is the Tamar. The Tamar symbolizes the idea of Malchus because its message is one of unity, one of Lev Echod, Laviyam Shabbat This is, of course, the reason why we take a Lulav on Sukkis, because Sukkis is the Chag HaAsif. One of the main themes of Chag HaSukkis is one of integration and unity, bringing everything together. You're supposed to be ma'achid, all the minim, all the different types of Jews. Everybody is Echas, which is reminiscent of what's going to be when we're going to sit in the Sukkot and it's Zecher La'anane HaKovid, which was ma'achid, all Yidin. And this is why the Gemara says in Sukkot, he would do the Nanuim with the Lulav, and he would say, Rashi says he was saying, this is Lechetz, this is like he was we're piercing the eyes of the Satan. The Satan sees, using the Lulav, we show the Satan that is incapable of disconnecting us from the oil mitzvahs Because it's through the lulav that we're megala that we have lev echad lavinu shabashamayim. The Yetzer Hara is not in control of us. We are like the Tzadikim. We are like the Tzadik HaTomer Yifrach. Because ultimately we know Amech Kulam Tzadikim. Even the Arava that doesn't have a Tam V'Reach is shown that he has something inside of him that is Lev Echad And of course it's very appropriate that Rashi says that the way that we are victorious over the Satan during this time using our ammunition of the Lulav is through what's called the Chetz. Hariza Lechetz Be'en of Shal Satan. The Giri Be'en Sit the arrows in the eyes of the Sutton is marumas with the word chetz, and that's because chetz is usually a remez to the inyan of the ammunition that the Sutton uses against us. Because chetz, aside from meaning an arrow, it also is begematria 98, and 98 is the number of the klolis shebemishta Torah. In the Torah, in Pashas Kisavai, there are 98 klolis, and that's really the Sutton's ammunition against us as a result of our chatoim. And as Rashi says in Pashas Pinchas, in Perk Kavtes, that during the Yom Tov of Sukkis, we bring 98 sheep, 98 kvasim, because there's 14 kvasim that we bring every day, in seven days times 14 is 98. We bring the 98 kvasim because we get rid of the 98 kloloshib Mishnah Torah. It says, Chitzai kolim, vehein enum kolim. My chitz, my, my arrows are, get finished up. And heim enum kolim. Hashem doesn't destroy us. He only gets rid of the chitzim, of the 98 kloloshib that he has. Of course, like the Avni Nezer says, brought down the Shem Yishmul, that the Yom Tov of Sukkot, which is the Zman Simcha Seinu, Simcha has the kai to be misgaber over the 98 klolis which come as a result like the Pasuk says of Tachas Asher lo yevartas Hashem lo besimcho v'tuv levov and of course, this works very well with our theme because the whole idea of lack of simcha comes when a person is torn between different forces. Ain't simcha ka'ataras hasfekas. Suffolk is something that tears a person apart. That's what Ralph says in many places that simcha comes as a result, a result of shleimus, of wholesomeness and harmony. Take a look at the Maral, Tveris Yisrael, Perek Lamed, when he talks about the simcha's chasvikala, he says that simcha is roi in a place where there is a metzias shalem, when you have shleimus. 
A person who is not shalim is shari b'loi isha, is shari b'loi simcha. And that's why the Iker Simcha and Sukkis was the smachtam of Nei Hashem Lekeichem. We were misamech seven days with the lulav in the Makam HaMikdash, because the Makam HaMikdash is a place of simcha, because there's shleimus there, as we've explained, that the Makam HaMikdash is a place of unity and harmony. And of course the lulav is that message, and biyadi yad is begematria 14, and when you take the lulav seven days, and you seven days times the 14, which is the gematria of yad, you have the 98, because the shleimus of the person's yad, leads to his victory over the Satan and that's why we don't have any fear of the Satan and of Gehenim. As we know, the gematria of the word Gehenim, Gimel, Hey, Nun, Mem, is 98. So perhaps we could say that the Pischa Shal Gehenim, the entrance to Gehenim, is Dafka, a place that is situated between two Dekolim. Since the whole message of a Dekel is the message of unity, Lev Echel Avim Shabashamayim, and the reason why we take one Lulav is in order to connect to the part of our personality that is only one lave and is not two levavais. There's no shnei yitzarecha. There's only va'amech kulum tzadikim, tzadikim yitzar toiv shoifton. And the moment a person has two levavais, we saw that the Gemara in Bracha says that that is the place where he internally can allow the yitzarara to seduce him to sin. So just like the internal Pesach to Gehenim is the existence of two levavais tearing him in two different directions, so too... Geographically speaking, the Pesach of Gehenna has to be in between two Dekalim. Two Dekalim juxtaposed next to each other is the antithesis of the concept of Lev Echor Lavim Shabashamayim. We now understand why a person who is over Bein Shnei Dekalim is leaving himself susceptible to the Koychas to the Mazikin, because that is also a place where there is Shniyas in the Bria, lack of Achdos, and that's where the Mazikin are Yoinik their Chiyas from. Let us now try to understand what the Gemara means by Hanifna Bein Dekel L'Koysel in Latin of what we just discussed. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Daflamitesimit Aleph, Amr lehahu amgusha la'amemer. And amgusha is a mechashif, as Rashi explains over there. And this mechashif, a person who knew kishif, said to amemer, Mipalgach li'ilo'i dehormiz. From half of your body and upward belongs to hormiz, mipalgach diltatoi, from half of your body and downward de'ahormiz. That's the way Rashi is goyris, which means Rashi explains that the amgusha was claiming that the upper half of the body is Shaykh to Hormiz, who is a shade by the name of Hormiz, by Lilsa in Gemara Bava Basar talks about him. And the lower part of the body belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Tosis brings down that the Rabbeinu Tam held it was the exact opposite. The first one, the Palga Le'iloi, belonged to Hormiz, which is a reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ifra Hormiz. And the bottom part of the body belonged to Hormin, which is a shade. Amema responded by saying that if that's true, Imkain, Hechi Shavak Le'ahormiz Lohormiz Lavure Maya Ba'are. Since all the food a person eats goes through his mouth, and then it passes through the rest of the body, and the psoilus gets dispensed through the lower part of the body, how is it that the one who's in charge of the upper part of the body allows for the one that's in charge of the lower part of the body to pass things through his domain? The Vilna Goin, in his explanation of the Agatha of Basra of Rabbi Barachana, in Perik HaMoycher Perus, explains that what the Amgusha was saying was as follows. The Goyim had a philosophy that a person has different parts to him. 
He has, like we said before, there's Shemayim and Aretz inside a person. A person has a higher intelligence uh, than the rest of the Balichayim. A person is has thought, he has a lave, he has the upper part of his body which has speech. All of the more godly functions of a person are in the upper part of the body. And those, at least according to the way Toysvist learns, are seen as part of the domain of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However, they understood that the lower part of the person's body, the person's animalistic drives and instincts, could not be shayach to Kedusha, did not belong to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, rather they belonged to the world of the Shadim, of the Mazikim, of Hormin. And, says the Vilna Gaon, nothing could be further from the truth. The person is, like we explained, is like the Beis HaMikdash. There is Elyonim and Tachtoinim in the person, and the purpose of Avaris Hashem is to unite the two. And even that separation, the bearer of the toiv from the ra, that takes place when a person is nifna, when he separates the parts of the food that have nutrients and that are beneficial to the body from the parts that we see as psoilus, as waste, that's also something that we make a bracha on and is shayach to the world of Kedusha. As the Vilna Goyen says, the Pasuk says, V'hivdila aparoiches bein akoydish ubein koydish akadoshim. The paroiches is meant to separate between the koydish and the koydish akadoshim. Koydish akadoshim symbolizes the part of the person which is purely spiritual. That's koydish akadoshim. The part of the person that's physical as well is called the koydish. There has to be a separation, but... All of it has to do with Kedusha. A person whose whole makeup is like a Beis HaMikdash, which brings together Shemaim and Aretz, will see every single part of the human experience as being part of Kvod Shemaim. The belief of an Amgusha, a person who's involved in Kishif, a person who's involved in the world of Shadim and the world of Shniris, the world of Pirud, that doesn't know of Ein Oid Movadoi, believes that a person, when he's involved in spiritual pursuits, when he's involved in Torah and Tefillah, in the intellectual parts of a person, then he's connected to the domain of Akarish Baruch But when a person is involved in the mundane, then he's not part of the camp of Akarish Baruch rather is in the domain of the Shadim, the part of the Bria which is devoid Kaviyachal of Kedusha. When a person is nifna, he relieves himself in between a dekel and a koisel. Metaphorically speaking, what that means is that the person perceives himself and perceives an activity such as being nifna as being caught in between the dekel, which is the lev echad, as we explained before, and the koisel. A koisel symbolizes the separation between him and Akarish Baruch He doesn't see the guf as something that he can elevate and connect through it to Akarish Baruch Rather, he sees the guf as a separation. It's something that's shayach to the domain of the opposite of Kedusha. Such a person is also lacking the unity that he needs and therefore he's susceptible to the mazikin and it's mischayev benafshoy. The Gemara brings a brayse tanurabon and shloisha matzin v'loy mismatzin. There are three things that a person should not allow to walk between two men, and also the man should not be over in between them. One of those things is an isha. The Gemara then says matzin, If it happened that one passed in between two women, kante, What should he do? The Gemara says Amra Papa Niftach. Bekel v'nafsik bekel. You should say the psukim that begin kel motziyom and the next pasuk ends ma po'al kel. 
Now it's important to point out that the Gemara in Hardius and Daf Yud Gimel says Asara Dvarim Koshim Lelimud. There are ten things that are Koshim Lelimud, which Rashi explains over there to mean that when a person is does one of these ten things, it makes it difficult for him to hear things in learning. Included in that list is Ha'over Ben Shtei Noshim and Ha'isha Ha'iveres Ben Shnei Anoshim. Now the Marsha over there points out that even though in Perak Ari Psachim, in our sugya, it lists other things, the Marsha explains that that's because our Gemara in Ari Psachim is talking about Le'inyan Sakanta, Le'inyan Sakana. It's simply dangerous for a person to pass between two Noshim because of the danger from the Mazikim. Masha'en came the Gemara over there is talking about and the Marsha speaks out that the, the fact that our Gemara says that there's a Takanta, there's something to do, you could say a Pasuk that begins with Kale and ends with Kale, that's only something that helps Le'inyan Sakanta, Le'inyan Sakana, but Le'gabe Kasha Le'limut, it's still going to be hard for this person to learn. No matter what he says, even if he utters the Psukim that begin with Kale and end with Kale. So the Marsha obviously learns that the fact that it's kashal limud has got nothing to do with the mazikin that affect the person. There are two separate halachas. There's the sakana that they, they bring him, and then there's also the fact that it becomes kashal limud. But one doesn't have anything to do with the other, and the sakana doesn't help for the limud. However, in the Shal Sachuvah's Salmas Chaim, from Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, he says that the takana of saying these psukim would help even le'inyin, the kasha le'limud. So you, obviously you see he holds that the fact that it's kasha le'limud is a product of the same thing that sakana is a product of, which means that it's all because of the mazikin. Since the person doesn't want to necessarily say the psukim that begin with Hashem's name with kale and end with kale, uh, if it's just a suffix, he doesn't want to be machri between the Marsha and Rebchaim Zonenfeld. So the Marsham says in Eitzah that he could say the other Pasuk that the Gemara says that begins with Loi and ends in Loi. The Gemara says, Hani de Two men are walking and a woman who's a Nida walks between them. If it's in the beginning of her Tkufa of Nidus, then it kills one of the two people. And if it's at the end of her Nidus, then it creates a fight, a Mariva between the two men. The Vilna Goyen in Koilal Yahu explains Lefi this Gemara. The reason why Esther HaMalka invited Haman to a Mishta together with Achashverosh. The Gemara in Megillah, Daftas Bavamid brings several reasons. And the Goyen says, if I would have been there, I would have said that there's another reason why she decided to invite him. Because the Gemara says in Tainus, that one of the rules of Malchus is that if they're Goyzer Xera and one of the Yoyetzim dies, then they're Mavatal Xera. Now, Chazal say in Megillah Daftas Vav Medalev, on the Pasuk Vatischalchal Hamalka Ma'oid, that Esther became a Nida. Therefore, she said, she'll invite Haman to a party, and she'll be Oiveres Beinehem, between Achashverish and Haman. And therefore, Mimon of Shach. According to our Gemara, one of two things is going to happen. If it's the beginning of the Nidus, so then one of them is going to die. And if one of them dies, then the Xerah is going to be in his battle. If it's the end of the Nidus, then there's going to be a fight between them, and the Xerah is going to be in his battle, because Achashverosh and Haman will be in a Meriva. The Gemara says that if you meet a woman when she's coming out 
of Tvilas Mitzvah, I mind the Paga it's be it's a be itna de salkum, it's mitzvah, e ihu kadimu mishamish, if he's mishamish bitose first, then achtalela di de ruach zanunim, a ruach zanunim will hold on to him. It means a ruach of taiva. And if she's the first one to be mishamish bitose, then achtalela di da ruach zanunim, and the Gemara gives a takana that you should say the posik, shoifech buz, al nadivim vayase bisoyu loy dorach. Toisfis and afkuf yudam and alif. Asks a kashin, Dibur Maschal Haiman asks on this Gemara from the Gemara in Brachis, Davchof Mebez. Over there it says, Rabbi Yochanan used to sit on the Shari Tvila, in the place where the women used to come out from being Toivlois, the Tvilas Mitzvah, Kihechi, the Yaldan Zara, Kavasei, in order they should look at him. And since Rabbi Yochanan was an extremely handsome looking person, so they would have uh, children that were pretty, that would looked nice like Rabbi Yochanan. So Toisvis says, How do we reconcile that Gemara with what we learned over here? Toysvis offers a few answers. Number one, Toysvis says that our Gemara is talking about where you poga be'ez sha'olam and amayim. He meets the woman as she's coming out of the water. Rabbi Yochanan ashari tvila Yosef. He was sitting ashari tvila, which is not immediately after they came out of the water. Inami, Toysvis says, hasam Yosef hacha poga. The, our Gemara is talking about where you meet up with the woman and Rabbi Yochanan was just sitting there. Why does that make a difference? It's possible that the ruach of the zanunim comes when a person is met by a woman suddenly. Then it's misoyer his yetzer, because he's not prepared for it. But when a person's sitting there and it's not a sudden thing, then he doesn't have the same misoyeris of the yetzer. The Ritva answers that this Ruch Zinunim only affects people that are not uh, Shleiman. But Rabbi Yechanan, just like the Gemara says over there, in the earlier the Gemara, it says that Rav Gidel also used to sit Ashari Tefillah, and they asked him, aren't you worried about the Yetzirah? And he says, They look like white geese in my eyes. I don't have any Yetzirah. So Rabbi Yechanan obviously also felt the same way. He didn't have a problem with his Yetzirah. Now, why is it that the Pasik of Shoifich Buz Al-Nadivim is used over here in order to protect the person from the Ruach Zanunim? So the Marsha says that the Pasik of Shoifich Buz Al-Nadivim is there to weaken the Koyach of the Ruach Tavas Zanunim. Taiva is always Marumas in the Inyan of Mayim. And the Taiva also comes over here because she was Teveles B'mayim. And so we're basically saying Shoifich, we're going to spill out that Taiva Zanunim that came from the Isha who was Teveles B'mayim. Then he adds something. Before we explain what the Marsha adds, a beautiful remez, we have to give a little bit of hakdama. As we mentioned before, the second day of creation is the day in which things became divided. And one of the divisions that took place on that day was the division between the Mayim El Yoinim and the Mayim Atachtoinim. Hashem separated Bein Amayim Hashem Itachas And like we said, these two groups of water symbolize El Yoinim and Tachtoinim. In the Zohar HaKadosh, in Tikkuni HaZohar Yudtes, it says that at the time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mavdal between the Al-Yoinim and the Tachtoinim, the Maim Al-Yoinim, the Maim Tachtoinim, the Maim Tachtoinim said, Anan bi'inun lameheve kadam malka. We want to be in front of the king, in front of Hashem. And the Zohar Kodesh explains that because of that, the Maim Tachtoinim, the water that's on this world, was Zoyche to be poured in front of Hashem as Nisach HaMayim on Sukkot. And in light of what we explained earlier, it makes a lot of sense that this would happen on Sukkot because Sukkot is the time when we have the complete unity, the complete harmony between El Yoinim and Tachtoinim. And even though, as we mentioned, the Shoirish of Mayim in the Bria is really the Shoirish of Taiva, 
during the Nisach Hamayim, we're misakin that Sherish of Taiva and use it for the chuka, the great yearning and Taiva that the Mayim has to be come cut a malka in front of the king. And like the Tzavsas Panech says on Parshas Bereshis, he explains the Inyar Nisach Hamayim in Perik Beis, Pasuk Zayin, that the idea of Nisach Hamayim is to be Mo'ir Tshuva. Because it says in the Pasuk, Shivchi Kamayim Libech Nechach Pnei Hashem. And a person is Chayzer B'Tshuva when he feels that yearning to be in front of Hashem, to be back united with the Rebbe Nishlelo. Shivchi Kamayim, he says, just like the water goes back to its Shoirish, when we spill it into the, the holes in the Mizbech, it goes back to the Shitin, it goes back to its place, to its Shoirish, also, pour back, pour your heart, and you reunite with Hashem. And that's why you see in the Gemara and Sukkah, Daphne and Gimel, there are a lot of references to the idea of tshuva in the Simchas Beis HaSheva. Now Rashi in Pashas Pinchas, Perik Chavches, Pasuk Yudches, brings the Chazal that it says in the Gemara and Tainis, that Beis Mebeis, that Nisar Chamayim is Marumas in the Torah during the Parsha of Sukkis in three places. On the second day of Sukkot in Yom Sheni, it says the word Vniskehem with an extra mem. On the sixth day of Sukkot, it says Unasachecha with an extra yud. And on the seventh day of Sukkot, it says the word Kemishpatam with an extra mem. Since on the second day it's an extra mem, the sixth day is extra yud, and the seventh day an extra mem, we put it together and we have Mayim. In the Gur Aryeh, the Maral writes over there, why is it that the Nisach HaMayim is Merumah's Dafka in these three days? He says the reason is because these three days, the second, the sixth, and the seventh, spell Bez Vav Zion, and that's a remez to the Pasuk in Shira Shirim that says Mayim Rabim, Layuchlu L'chabes Esa'ava, etc. Im Yitain Ishes Kolhoin Bez Ba'ava, Boiz Yavuzuloi. The idea of the Mayim Rabim, the Ava that the Umas HaOlam may have cannot put out our Ava and we use the word Boiz Yavuzuloy Remes to the Nisach because our Ava is Marumas in Boiz in Beiz Vav Zayin. Using the same three letters we could explain our Gemara as well. We see that there's a certain Ruach Zinunim that a person is confronted with which happens when he meets the Isha that comes out of the Mikvah and that seems to be in his Oiris like we saw in the Mepharshim of a Taiva within the person. Since any Ruach Ra we explained already only comes when things are not united, when things are not integrated, when things are not part of the harmony and the unity of the Bria, the best way to get rid of a Ruach Ra is to use something which comes from Nisach HaMayim, because Nisach HaMayim is the ultimate unity in the Bria, and especially if the lack of unity is coming from a Ruach Zinunim, which is a Ruach Ra that comes from Taiva, because the whole idea of the Mayim, the Nisach HaMayim that's creating unity, is to create unity through the aside of Mayim, which we said is the Shorish of all Taiva. So we can say the Remes, Shoifech Buz Al-Nadivim. Buz is a Remes to the Beis Vav Zion, the se- second, the sixth, and the seventh. And that is what the Marsha really says. He says, Remes Shoifech Buz, Tahayinu B'Shvichas Mayim, Shenirmezu Bimei Beis Vav Zion, Shalimei Achag. So the Marsha is really saying this Remes, that Nisach HaMayim has the Koyach to fight the Koyach HaTaiva that is Noilad from the Ruach Zinunim. Now, why is it that the Inyan of Nisach HaMayim is Merumah's Dafka in these three days, in the second day, the sixth day, and the seventh day? So the second day is very clear, like we already explained, that the second day was the day that it was Chilik, Maisav, or Malach Alehen. So the Shorish of the concept that leads to Nisach HaMayim is the fact that there was a split between the two waters on the second day. So the second day is the first Nakuda that brings to Nisach HaMayim. 
The second Nakuda that brings to Nishamayim is Yom Shishi. Because the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah Daf Lamed Aleph that we mentioned earlier that talks about Yom Sheni that they used to say God Hashem Muhula Ma'oid over there it says what did they used to say on Yom Shishi Mashishi Hayu Oimer Hashem Moloch Geus Lavesh Why Al Shem Shegomer Malchusay Umoloch Alehen Because on Yom Shishi was the day of Brias Adam Adam has Bechira so the second place after the Chiluk Amayim on Yom Sheni that one can see the apparent contradiction the apparent divisiveness in the Bria, the place where it looks like Hashem is not running the show, is on Yom Shishi when man was created because he has Bechira. And the purpose of giving man Bechira is in order that he could be Makir in the Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to be Mekabal, his Malchus Meritzani Atoiv. And Be'ikr by Klal Yisrael, Kil Hashem HaMalucha Moishel Bagoyim. The Goyim says that Moishel is somebody that rules against the will of his subjects, but a melech, a melech am, the people have to makabal on, him, on themselves the malchus, and therefore the reason why Akarash Baruch Hu gave bechira to man is in order that we should be mamlech Akarash Baruch Hu. That would, that's what it means. Shegomer malchusay umalech aleihem. And of course, the shleimus of the concept of nisach comes on the seventh day on Yom Hashabbos. The seventh day is the mida of malchus. It's the mida where everything becomes integrated and everything becomes fully united, and it's when we say Mizmer Shir Shabbos and are capable of seeing how everything plays its role in that great Gilui of Kvoid Malchus Shemayim. So the Shoifech Buz Al Nadivim comes from Beis Vav and Zion, which helps us combat the Ruach Zenunim, the Ruach Ra that comes through Taiva by using the Mayim that we use on the seventh, on the second day, the sixth day, and the seventh day through the Nisach Hamayim. The Gemara says that Mechad B'Tamuz, from the first day of Tamuz, at Shitzer Bey, until the 16th day of Tamuz, Vada Shchichi, the shade was called Ketiv Meriri, is Shchiach, and therefore you have to be careful during those days. Mikan Ve'elach, from that point on, Suffolk Shchichi, Suffolk Loy Shchichi. It's a Suffolk whether the Ketiv Meriri is present or not. Now the fact that a shade like Ketiv Meriri would be around more during the time like Tamuz makes a lot of sense in light of everything we, we've discussed because a time of Churban the lack of the Beis HaMikdash which is the aside of unity is something that leads to Shadim. The only interesting thing is that the Mechaber and Simen Tovkuf Nun Aleph Sif Yud Ches it says as follows. He says, Tzorach li zoher mi shiva asar betamuz ad tishabov. He says, you should be careful from shiva asar betamuz until tishabov shloi lelech yechidi to not walk around by yourself. Me arba shois ad tisha shois. Mishum shebehem ketev meriri shoilet. Now the Biralacha says right over there, he says, It makes more sense to be careful during the time from Aleph Tammuz until Shitzar, until the 16th day of Tammuz, unlike what the Mechaber is saying, that you should be careful from Shiva Asar B'Tammuz until Tishabov. Because like our Gemara says, from Shiva Asar B'Tammuz until Tishabov, it's only a suffix whether that shade is Shchiach or not. The reason why it's only a suffix from Shivasar Batamas until Tishabov, whether Ketab Meriri is prevalent or not, is because although this is a time of Khurbin, 
But as the Tzadik HaKoyen says in the Pre-Tzadik, in Pashas Devarim and in other places, that the time of the Bein HaMitzarim, from Shivasar Betams until Tishabov, is a time of potential closeness with Hashem more than other times. He brings down from the Rebbe, the Mr. Tremagid, that the Pasik in Eichot says, called Reifeha Hisiguha Bein HaMitzarim, which means that all of the those that pursued Kla Yisrael were able to f- catch up to them, Bein HaMitzarim, a place where there's no, uh, there's no outlet, there's no place further to walk. So we, they got cornered. He says there's a play on words, Kol instead of Kol Reifeha, Kol anybody who's running after Hashem, Hisigua, can find the Shechina Bein HaMitzarim, between the Mitzarim, meaning Shevaser Betamos and Tisha B'Av, because the energy for the Geula lies in this time. It's brought down that, like Moshe Rabbeinu says in Parsha Shmois, he says to Akarish Baruch Hu, uh, what should I tell them? What is the shame that will generate the Geula? And he says, Ekya Shalachani Aleichem, Ekya is the Lashin, Aleph Hey, Yud Hey, is the, is the uh, shame that brings to the Geula. And the shame that brings the Geula is Begematria 21. It's the 21 days from Shivasar Betamuz until Tisha B'Av. And that's why Shivasar Betamuz and Tisha B'Av are always on the same day that Pesach is, because this is a time that the seeds for the Geula have already been planted. As we know, when the Oyev came into the, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, they found the Kruvim were Mu'urim Zebezeh, they were hugging each other. Usually, it says that whenever Klai Yisrael's Oysim Ritzani Shal Mokim, then the Kruvim face each other. Whenever they're not Oysim Ritzani Shal Mokim, then they face away from each other. Yet, when the Oyev came in to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, they found them actually hugging each other, because there is a tremendous closeness that Hashem has during that Kufa, and since HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Shoyfei Chamosei, the time of Churban was a greater closeness because that's really what allows for Klai Yisrael to still exist. And ultimately, it's going to bring to the Geula Shlema. So since the seeds for Geula are planted during this Tkufa, it could be that there's a suffix whether Ketabiriri is Shchiach. Before that, in the days leading up to Churban, the anticipation of Churban is much worse because all we have is the Rechuk. But once the Churban happens and Hashem shows that He doesn't destroy us, it's only the Eitzim it's only the base of Mikdash, then there's a greater display of love, and the seeds of the Geula itself are being planted. It says, Mashiach is born on Tishabov, and we see that when we say in the Haggadah, we ask Hashem, Hashem So it's brought down that Mayadim and Regolom Acherim refer to the days of Shivasar Betamuz and Tishabov that eventually are going to be come Yomim Toivim. And during the interim, in between Tishabov and Shavasar Betamuz, we're going to have Chalamoyed. So these are days that potentially have tremendous kirva to Hashem, even though we don't see it now. It's brought down that the Pasuk Lo'oisei Neflois Gedoyles Levadoi. The word Levadoi is the way Hashem runs the world on His own. And Levadoi is Begematria Membeiz, because there's a shame Membeiz, the shame that's Merumas in the Anabekoyach that we say. That shame is also one of the shames that brings about to Geula, and that is a reference to the Ekya, Asher Ekya, when you take the two Ekyas that bring about the Geula. So, of course, you put together 21 and 21, you get 42, it's the shame Membeis of Anabekoyach that brings about the Geula. 
which is of course why we read the Membeis Masois during the uh, Yemei Ben Hamitzarim, the Membeis Masois of Parshas Masay. So although it is a time of Churban, and there's definitely a strong Tzad that the Kata Meriri is Shchiach, but there is a Tzad that he's not Shchiach, and that's what this suffix means. A, a person could connect to the tremendous spiritual energies that lie in that Kufa. May Hashem bring us the Geula Shleim of Meher Vyameinu. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. We need your help to continue our mission. To find out about dedication opportunities, visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.